Hi, this is Bex from Garris Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised. I'm back and I'm ready to put my foot inside someone's ass. That's how it's done. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! You're listening to Rob and Slim Interviews with Rob. Sports, am I right? And Slim. What about politics? Internet Radio's Finest. Rob and Slim Show, we are on with filmmaker Ken Carlson. How have you been, dude? I am doing well, uh, quite well, man. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Yeah, as best as can be in this COVID covid shit going down what uh what yeah, have you man, that's all pretty lame i guess uh what's that i'm pretty lucky to be doing awesome i'm pretty lucky to be doing awesome considering that that's going on no it's it's hopefully it'll be gone in the next fucking year or so i'm hoping i i don't know with vaccinations and all we'll, we'll see but uh yeah dude we first connected when you did uh dead drift and that's been a while right yeah, no, it has. It's been a few minutes, as the kids say. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we first connected on that, and then we had you on uh, later when you did Penny P- P- Palabras, and now you yeah, have a new Penny comic. Pal- oh, sorry, sorry, Ken. No, you're good. Um, yeah, no, I just made a comic book, and yeah. uh, also uh, Roscoe the Junkyard Cat, which yes. is a, like a sitcom pilot about a foul-mouthed junkyard cat puppet. Um, that's on Amazon and it's hilarious and like totally vulgar and fun. Oh, I, I, I did. I remember you mentioned it last time and I do want to see it. And, uh, is it episodes or is it a movie? It's actually just one episode. It's like the pilot episode. And, uh, I don't know who to shop this stuff around to. So adult swim. <laughs> that's all it is. It's just one episode. Is adult swim still around? I don't know. Like, I feel like they'd love that. That's a good idea. I should uh, see about getting in touch with them. Yeah, yeah, man. But this this comic, uh, Hellbound Slant 6, heavy metal, hot rod horror comic. Ah, it's so good, so good. Well, Very cool. What can you tell us about it? Man, so uh, this is a comic book that is about uh, this girl that's a roadie uh, for a heavy metal, you know, uh, outdoor heavy metal touring concert. And she gets a call from her mom, and it turns out that her mom is dying. Uh, so she leaves the tour to go be with her mom at the end. And her and her mom don't exactly have the best relationship. You know, things are pretty strained. Um, on the way uh, home to visit her mom, driving her 1971 Panther Pink Dodge Demon, uh, she realizes that she has been pulled into uh, the netherworld, the dimension we know as hell, uh, where she is accosted by demons and, you know, has to fight them with her her car and her shotgun, and uh, yeah, man, that's that's the comic in a nutshell. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I uh, it's really good. Is she going across back and forth between the realms, or is she just now in in hell? Uh, so basically, the first issue kind of sets up 
uh, how she ends up in hell uh, along her drive. And then it's planned as a four-issue series, so there's going to be three more. But she will be in hell the whole time. Okay. I, I didn't know. I didn't know if it would just keep yeah. creeping back. Her goal, essentially, is to get home to, to see her mom uh, as her mom is dying of cancer. And so, like, this whole being pulled into hell thing is really kind of getting in the way of that. Ah. Um, so she spends, she spends the comic trying to figure out how to get out of hell uh, to see her mother before the end. Nice. And, of course, you know, because she ends up having to make a deal with Satan and whatnot. Uh, that comes into play. Nice. I also love how she she loves her car and she says, "Oh, I can drive it to hell and back," and then it happens to end up in hell. <laughs> so I thought that was really cool. That was uh, so that that car, the the Dodge Demon, mm-hmm. usually the Slant Six, but like Chrysler made this motor called the Slant Six that was uh, just notoriously indestructible, like bulletproof. Uh, you couldn't kill it. it. wasn't fast. Didn't sound cool, but like it would last forever. And so that's nice. kind of the idea there is that she drives this car into hell <laughs> because you could drive it to hell and back. It's like bulletproof. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I want to ask too, uh, at the end of the uh, issue, uh, Alistair Crowley, is is that based on the, the real occultist from history? Absolutely. Nice. And how did you choose him? Have you always been like fascinated with him? Uh, he is, I think, absolutely fascinating. Um, and, you know, there's the Ozzy song that uh, kind of introduced me and a lot of other people of my generation to who Aleister Crowley was. Yes. Uh, and then, you know, reading more about him and learning kind of what he was about. It's it's fascinating. Like, I don't necessarily believe in kind of the stuff that he was doing, but I still think it's uh, really intriguing that there was a dude like that, you yeah. know, saying that kind of stuff yep. just not very long ago. Yes, yes, love it, love it. And like he was, he had something to do with a king. I know he was like very much involved, like maybe just like a, I don't know, employed by a king or something. I've read a little bit about Aleister Crowley and his ideals. It's very, very bizarre. Yeah, absolutely. He's a he was an interesting guy for sure. Yeah. So nice. there, there will be uh, in the next issue, issue two of Hellbound Plant Six. Uh, Daniel gets to meet and interact with a few historical figures um, because she kind of ends up in like a roadhouse bar. And I decided to populate the roadhouse bar with a bunch of like historical figures that are interesting or notorious. Nice. I hope you put Patrick Swayze in that oh, roadhouse bar. Oh, <laughs> goddamn. That'd be cool. I was thinking like Nikola <laughs> Tesla, but no, yeah, Patrick, Patrick Swayze, Swayze needs to be there. Does need to be there. At least in the, in the background of a scene. Yeah. <laughs> You're absolutely right. He, he 100% needs to be the bouncer at this place. <laughs> yes. Yes. When will the next issue be out, Ken? Uh, so I'm a, you know, well, so the first issue took me 20 years to, uh, to create because I, I started writing and drawing this thing when I was like 19 years old. And um, then I just kind of never did anything with it over the last 20 years because you know, whatever reasons. Life. Life. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so uh, I'm hoping that I will have the second issue out uh, by um, the end of summer. Cool. I did love reading in the beginning too about it. Yeah. You, you, you had this plan in high school to write this and now you just put it on the, you know, the back burner and, and now you had the time to do it. So you did it. 
Right. That's it, man. Life, you know, kind of happens. And, and uh, a lot of it was what, what I've found over, you know, 43 years of trying to do this stuff is that I don't have time to work full time and keep a roof over my head and food in my belly and indulge in, you know, three simultaneous uh, comic book filmmaking and, uh, you know, music or, or writing projects at the same time. Yeah. I essentially have to focus on one of them. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what I'm, I, I basically feel like I spent a lot of time trying to spread myself so thin that I end up not getting a whole lot done. So I'm switching gears from movies for a little while to make some comics. Nice. What, uh, had you had, um, any projects that got put on hold because of COVID? Yeah. Uh, enter the mind dungeon was a mockumentary about adults addicted to playing Dungeons and Dragons. This was going to be a feature film that we had shot proof of concept material for in late 2019 and January of 2020. And we were preparing to launch a crowdfunding campaign and shoot the film over the summer of 2020. And I was already uh, blocking locations and dates for the summer of 2020 to shoot this film. And then, uh, you know, kind of in March, toward the end of March, when COVID hit, it started to become apparent that uh, it wasn't going to happen. So, like, COVID was fascinating because, like, I love making movies and, and I'd, I'd love to be out, you know, on location, on set with people doing all this stuff. But what I found last year is that that wasn't really a possibility. So uh, I, turned, I turned to comics. It, it, it cool. is great to have another outlet that you can visit. And that's, that's really cool. Really cool. Man, I feel like this stuff is like so crucial to existence that uh, doing something like that and just is basically a version of screaming into the void. Uh, and if I'm not screaming into the void via making films or comic books or art or writing, then uh, I don't even know if I'd be alive. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you know it's, it's I mean? difficult for like a creative person. Yeah, to have that taken away. It's almost like mm. you fall into a, a depression when you don't have that. Like it's almost therapeutic. It's absolutely therapeutic, and it's it, it it's the therapy of of just you know being alive. Yeah. Yup. And then, <laughs> like visiting what you said earlier, though, it is is respectful though that that somebody you you have to you have to sacrifice something in your life when you do a creative project. Like something has to has to suffer or or be put put on the side because you can't do it all at once. Right, man, and there's just there's just not enough time to do like all the things that we want to do, and that's uh, you know become more and more apparent uh, the older I get. Yeah, and so, it's like I almost wish I could travel back in time and tell myself when I'm 20, look, you can't do 15 things. Like pick like one. One. <laughs> so so talking about doing all these projects, I was debating what Rob before the show. I'm pretty sure when we last talked to you, you oh, yeah, were, wouldn't shut up. I wouldn't shut he up wouldn't about shut it. Wouldn't shut up about it. I was like, yeah. I'm pretty sure Ken was working on a board game <laughs> at some point. Were you? You have to. You have to. Piece you have, it to, right you have now. to clarify this. <laughs> All right. So I don't know that I've ever actively been working on a board game. So I don't know if that was me. I had See, one idea for a game, <laughs> and I, uh, I told my friend about it, and he was like. He's like, that's the dumbest fucking idea I've ever heard. Oh, you okay. did not do that. I, I, you know what it is? It's probably oh. I just remember you talking about Gen Con, and I even see in the back of your comic that you premiered your shows at Gen Con, which is a big board game convention, if I'm correct. Right. No, that's absolutely correct. That may be the case. 
And I think the game of the idea that I had, oh man, I don't know if I want to give this away because I feel like it's actually a moneymaker if anyone act- ever actually figures it out. But it's like a collectible trading card game like Magic the Gathering, but it's NFL-based. I like that. That's That could probably work. Don't steal it, Slam. No, Don't I won't steal, steal it. it. <laughs> <laughs> you figure it out, you know, to where you had like a defense and an offense and like, you know, quarterbacks and fucking running backs, wide receivers and, you know, get your defense, all that and then you collect like so they would have a booster set for every year with all the all the rookie players and adjust the stats, kind of like they do with Madden and whatnot. Right. And you could basically build your own like fantasy football team, but like a card, and then you would play your opponent. What if they evolve like Tom Bradysaur or right, something? Right. They like, should they evolve. Also, like yeah, evolve <laughs> into dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, could be cool. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's cool, though, man. I do want to ask, too, Ken, who was the hitchhiker in uh, the first issue of Hellbound Slant 6? Man, there was no... Uh, I never really intended for him to be anyone, necessarily. Okay. And then I kind of floated the ideas of, of perhaps he's someone that will show up later in the story. That's what I was wondering. Uh, you know, and... The inspiration might have been, you've all seen that picture of Ozzy where he's holding the, the sign up and he's hitchhiking and the sign says hell. Yeah. yeah, Nice. Yeah, I didn't know if, uh, I didn't think he was Alistair, but I, I wasn't sure and I didn't know if he was going to come back in the series at all. Right. And so not necessarily Alistair, but definitely like someone who is, is doing Alistair's bidding for sure. Okay. I got you. That's awesome. I do love too that, uh, I am in the thank you. I, I love that. Uh, that was so cool to see, Ken. Well, uh, thank you for uh, helping bring this thing to life, man. No, I really appreciate it. No problem. Yeah, no, I, I, I really appreciate that you, oh, you reached out too and all. That was super cool. And I'm glad I didn't put Slim in there. <laughs> I wasn't getting Slim's name in there, just Rob. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> but he got, an, he got an issue, and that's thanks to Ken. Thanks for your support, Slim. Thanks. For yeah, no. <laughs> I got a I got a free issue. That's all that matters. And uh, whatever, I think I gave you a good idea at the beginning of this, but I've been drinking a lot. So yeah. if you use that good idea I gave you, then I uh, give you credit there. Oh, Ken. Patrick okay. Patrick Swayze. If you put oh. Patrick Swayze in your next issue, you need to credit me. Yeah, Patrick Swayze occurs courtesy of Slim. <laughs> right. <laughs> Do you have the entire story right now, Ken, or is it like you're gonna do it when you write the issue, or do you have everything in your head? I do. I do have it all, all laid out. the The second and third issues are are I have completed in what's called thumbnails, which is just like you know pen sketches of the entire page on a on a on a piece of paper. So it's just a matter of actually drawing it. And then the fourth issue, I don't have thumbnailed, but I have it written. Um, and I'm I'm pretty loose with my writing, so there will be lots of changes as I go. Um, sometimes changes occur when something you know comes to you, like oh that's a better idea. Sometimes changes come in revision. Sometimes changes come as you're making it. You're like hey this would be better, and uh, there you go. Like so yeah, uh, but I do have the whole thing mapped out, and I'm really excited and like I need to finish it before I die. Yes. I do want to point out one of the, the coolest panels in this, and it's also your back cover, is when she pulls up to the motel, and the mountains are all, like, demon faces, and I just thought that was the coolest thing. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> that's, 
That's good to hear. That, want, that was really fun drawing that stuff. Yeah. I wanted to ask too, uh, Ken, Danielle's friend from the beginning, is he gonna come back into it at all? Um, I don't I don't think that he will necessarily show up again. Okay. Because he was pretty badass. And I'm like, I'd like to see him drawn into it or something. Yeah, no, he's a cool guy. Um, I, I heard a lot of when uh, I was first showing the pictures of of that sequence to people, and they're like, oh, is that dude a robot? And I was like, no, man, those are just tattoos. Like, <laughs> he's, he's a good guy. He has tattoos. <laughs> so I was worried that the that his, because uh, his tattoos are like, you know, bones and veins and blood and stuff. I thought, like, what if people read this and they think he's a cyborg? Ooh. He could be. He's not a cyborg. He's just a regular guy. <laughs> so, so Ken, I didn't realize it until I, I said it. I was looking at the back cover and the page of the motel in front of the uh, the mountains with the demon faces, and then I put the comic down, cover up, and noticed that she's standing in front of the motel with the demons in the background. So that's fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Do you have any other um, upcoming projects you could tell us about, Ken? Man, what else am I working? I'm actually like I have I have a novel that I've been working on for a long time that I'm kind of in editing on it right now. Nice. Uh, I don't know if I'm ever going to finish it or not, but who knows? We'll see how it goes. Uh, kind of right now, just want to focus on making sure to get uh, to finish Hellbound Plant Six. Nice. How with uh, writing a comic too? How do you how does that work? Like when getting them printed, do you have to send them? Is there a company that does that? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's one of the cool things about the you know the the age that we live in is is uh, you you can just send your you know upload your stuff uh, on a website and they they bill you right there and you pay it and a couple weeks later you get a box full of comic books on your door. Wow, yeah, because uh, one of our friends Tony Grant years ago had done it too, and I was it's just fascinating. Like, yeah, I I never knew that. It's super super high quality and all too. Yeah, no, it's very impressive. Like, I got laser. I think it's laser printing. Um, yeah, it's really good quality. Like this, this, this option would not have been available to, I think, someone to self-publish comic books twenty years ago. No, it would not be. It, were, it would not be affordable because I used to work in printing, mm. and like, yeah, the digital uh, section of the plant did stuff like this, the glossy type inserts for the books, but. Like, yeah, it's super cool. Right. And you need, like, if you're going to print something, you need to print, like, thousands of them to make it worth the cost. Yes. Back then. That's awesome. And I'm like, I, I can't print thousands of something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, but I was able to print 100 of these, and I think I did 50 of the deluxe edition. And I think the the standard ones end up costing about three bucks each. And the the deluxe ones end up costing about four bucks each. Wow. That's um, pretty affordable. Yeah. No, I, I didn't even know. And then, yeah, shipping is shipping ended up being about three bucks as well. Wow. Um, so yeah, not super cool. And, and, you know, it's just, I walk into a comic shop now and I like, look at the comics and they're like five bucks. I'm like, Oh my God, that's so much money for a comic book. <laughs> yes. yes. Even though I, I can. I just started uh, reading comics again, and I got a, a Kindle, the newest Kindle. It's like a ten inch. Um, they I still brag, make those? I, yeah, I gotta brag about my ten inch uh, screen Kindle. <laughs> but I started reading comics again, and I I checked my Amazon credit card because whenever I buy a comic, it charges my Amazon credit card, and just like eighty dollars worth of comics that I've bought in the past month. Wow! <laughs> yeah. Damn, bro. <laughs> 
it can happen so fast. So I have I have an iPad that I have for basically for two things for drawing and for reading comics. And uh, like when you when you see comics that you like and you want to buy, man, you can you can spend hundreds of dollars in like a minute. It's, wow, it's crazy. They get you a lot with these free services too, because I'm on that uh, Comicology, and so they offer it's like a subscription, so you're paying fifteen dollars a month or something, and then they offer a bunch of free stuff. But the problem is, is that like you get halfway through the series, and they're like, "Oh yeah, there's like ten more issues, but you got to pay for those other 10. <laughs> right, dude, Slim. I'm gonna tell you right now, straight up. I have Comicology Unlimited. It's six dollars a month. It is the best six dollars a month I spend. Right. Like, yeah, that's what I'm paying for. Yeah. Because I have unlimited comic books and there's so much good comics on Comicsology Unlimited. Um right now I'm reading a comic called Giant Days. I'm like into like the fifth book, trade paperback, it's all free. But like what you're talking about, that's how I got I read Lock and Key because the first two trade paperbacks of Lock and Key are free on Comicsology. Or no, it's like there's 10 of them and the first 8 are free, but the last two you have to pay for. I was like, I added that shit to cart no hesitation because that's one of the best things I've ever read. Right. Once you get caught into it, you're like, all right, well, I guess I got to spend the next couple. Yeah, Yeah, that's where they get you, man. I've been reading. uh, (laughs) You're going to laugh at me, Ken, but I've been reading the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers comic, which is actually very good. (laughs) I believe it, man. Uh, That that movie that came out a few years ago that was a Power Rangers movie was actually pretty decent. Mm. I remember that. I never saw that. But one of my buddies at work as well reads still reads the, uh, the 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 Power Rangers. He told me too. There's uh, some pretty cool. Like he, he's all up to date with like the Batman ones. He said there's a Batman one where um, it's an alternate universe where Joker's good and Batman's a bad. Yeah, guy. yeah, like, yeah. I've seen I've seen clips awesome. of the evil uh, Joker Batman. Like Batman becomes kind of like a Joker, but he's like a Joker Batman. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> and some of it sounds so cool. Might be like Batman Metal or something. What's, What's that, Ken? That's super cool. I, I like yeah. uh, you know flipping the script uh, on stuff like that. Like there was a Superman comic called Superman Red Sun, where right. uh, what if, what awesome. if uh, Superman had landed instead of in Kansas in the United States, he landed in somewhere in Russia, and he becomes this uh, you know symbol for truth, justice, and the Soviet way. Wow, um, that sounds great too. Ken, real quick, so because yeah. I'm flipping through your comic as we're talking here, and I love your color scheme for uh, Danielle, your main character. It's this like purple and yellow. She's got a yellow streak in her hair, and she's got a uh, like a purple dress shirt open up over this yellow t-shirt. And the t-shirt she's wearing says "Super B." Is there any story behind why you chose Super B? I just figured it meant bitch. <laughs> there is absolutely a story uh, right. behind the Super B t-shirt. Uh, White Zombies album Astro Creep 2000. Um, on the cover, Sean Yassel, the bassist, is wearing a Super B t-shirt. And that's where that came from. Oh, that's awesome. That's cool. awesome. Pretty cool. cool. That was a that was a pretty influential album on my life, as was the one that preceded it. So, yeah, it's just a little homage to uh, to Sean Yassel, the white zombie. All right. I, and I got one more question. I'm just trying to put together the references in your comics. So there's one uh, panel when she's walking into the hotel and there's a guy on a TV screen. There's flames in the background, and he just says, "I blow." <laughs> yes. The, uh, there's the next panel that says, "The wind of God <laughs> right. on yeah. you." Isn't that uh, Kenneth Copeland? 
It is Kenneth Copeland. Yes! I, when I read that, I'm like, that's God, Kenneth Copeland. Because uh, we we played clips in a few uh, a few months ago. <laughs> I love that. I yeah, do man, love that. Back in COVID, like back in like last April, there's this video clip of him and he's like, COVID-19, I blow yes. the wind of God. And he had like two guys next and to him like, like repeating it, like hype man. Like, and then he blows in the mic. <laughs> Looking in this dude's eyes, I'm like, this dude, this is a demon, this guy. I'm like, this is not a man of God. This yes. is a, this is an evil man. If a demon existed, it's Kenneth Copeland. <laughs> I fucking, I, I'm so glad you brought that up, Slim, because I did forget that was in there. Oh, awesome. Ken, thank you so much yeah, for talking to us, man. He does that, man. He's a, he's not a good guy. No. That, that's a that's a bad man. He's, <laughs> right. he's not a good guy. Not a good guy at all. Ken, thanks so much for talking to us, man. It's been a blast as always. Absolutely, guys. Thanks so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Where can everybody find you? You can uh, go to KenzoFKC.com. That's uh, Kenzo F as in Frank, uh, K as in Kenneth, and C as in Carlson. KenzoFKC.com. Awesome. Thanks, brother. Definitely definitely keep us up to date on the next issues of uh, Hellbound Slant 6. Yes, and I expect Patrick Swayze and a thanks to me for including Patrick Swayze at some point. (laughs) Patrick Swayze is going to be an issue, too, and uh, courtesy of Slim. (laughs) You don't owe him nothing. I don't want you to thank anybody else. Just uh, thank Slim for the suggestion of Patrick Swayze. (laughs) All right, take care, guys. Thanks. You too, Cam. Take care, brother. (laughs) Awesome. We'll be back. That was fun. We'll be back in a few... Rob and Slim Show. Hey guys, it's Isaac Thorne. Isaac, Isaac Thorne, how are you, my friend? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Good, Very good. good, sir. What is the haps? What have you been working on, Isaac? Are you uh, currently working on the book that is part of the Gordon Place like universe? I am. I'm. I'm working on my second novel. Um, it's the follow up to. The Gordon Place, but it's it's a related setting, but a completely unrelated time and unrelated set of characters. And uh, I I've been working on this thing for um, over a year now, and with uh, with the pandemic and everything that that came after that. Um, being glued to the news all the time it's been kind of slow going you know okay. that's why i didn't know i didn't know like if it was better uh, to write uh, with the pandemic or uh, what 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 was going on i honestly i thought it would be yeah. i when when the pandemic first hit and everybody went you know lockdown remote work i was like well this is a good thing i'm not going to be you know driving to work for an hour every day I can, I can get some more writing time in, but it didn't work out that way. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta be in a certain kind of mental state to yeah. get into that world, you know? And, and it, it just would not happen during the, the, uh, during the time I had hoped it would. Yeah. So. Ah, gotcha. Gotcha. Well, you're in <laughs> luck. Uh, Isaac, I don't know if you want to work any of these into the story or maybe work on a little side project, but I got some ideas for you Ooh. in my head. Uh, you got, you got some more ideas for me. Yeah. I figured it's been a minute. So I figured I'd cook up some yeah. more. Yeah. I probably got a couple too. Some more ideas. For- <laughs> awesome. 
for horror stuff. I got uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Death, which Ooh. is about a demonic rain cloud possessed by a weatherman who died in a horrible sexual accident when his wife caught him cheating with his mistress and she killed him. But she also uh, uh, invokes Satan uh, and he has to uh, he has to kill cheating husbands. <laughs> Like, that's actually I really like, good. That's like yeah, I'm drunk, I, but that's really good. Like that's like, like creep that show. One. Like that's awesome. Yeah. Don't that, worry. That I'll tell you. I'll tell you the genre that is too. That that is uh, that is a subgenre of horror called Bizarro. It would I fit like it. right in with stuff like the haunted <laughs> vagina and uh, oh, <laughs> and stuff like Danger Slater writes like uh, I will rot without you and he digs a hole and stuff like that. Oh, now man, I didn't think of the haunted vagina. That sounds like <laughs> a real cash cow. Fuck. Yo, All can right. I do one I real quick? Not... Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> go right ahead, Driz. Yeah, so I got this one where there's this famous internet rapper and he releases this awesome album and it just bombs. Yeah, yeah, so so biography there is what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got this one too, if this is any good. I got Indian Burial Ground Babies. Uh, daycare center built on an ancient burial ground and all the kids get possessed and scalp all the, the people that work there but then it doesn't stop there it goes they, they scalp their parents except the teachers it goes the, into their whole lives hmm. <laughs> it follows yeah, them. I, don't, I don't know about that one <laughs> that's no bueno well, uh, uh, I also had Satan's Toilet Bowl, mm -hmm. where a warlock summons Lucifer while taking a shit, but uh, then he's attached to the Toilet Bowl, and then demons come to, to visit Satan, but they all laugh at him, because now he's just eating shit for the rest of his days, in the rest Wait, of his so eternity. So Satan is permanently attached to the Toilet Bowl? Yes. Uh, yes. Well, wait, is the warlock is right? stuck in the Toilet Bowl and Satan... Oh, no, the warlock goes out. He goes oh, back to work. Okay. He goes so out just, with his buddies. And, so and just Satan is Satan's stuck. Satan's just stuck as a Toilet Like, he bowl. can't even come out of the water. Like, he's no. just stuck in the water. Like, he's his mouth is the, the toilet seat. And it's, <laughs> it's gross. And his buddies are like, Satan. ah, fucking Satan. <laughs> Who are you now? Well, that was going to be my next question. Do people still use the toilet bowl or or does satan prevent the use of the toilet bowl what are the no, rules they, for that, they're that shitting toilet? in his mouth they're pissing his mouth it's 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 yeah it's business for as usual it's open season on satan's mouth yeah 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 i that could work i, I could see that one working yeah <laughs> yo i got another so i got this other one about this famous internet rapper who's <laughs> really hot and sexy and has all these fucking great albums out and nobody wants to suck his dick You guys dropped out on me there. Ah, good. Yeah, you're, you're lucky over there, Isaac. Thank God for glitchiness. glitchiness. Oh. I, I heard hot and sexy, and I heard some ice clink. And Yo, okay, okay, if you're going to make me say it again. No. It's about this hot and sexy rapper who has these all these amazing fucking so songs and stuff, but he can never get his dick sucked. Yeah. Uh, so another biography. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goddamn. Let's get him out of here. Biography part two. <laughs>
Isaac, have you watched any of the new Walking Deads? I have. I have. And I got to say, I mean, I've, I've heard people dumping on them, but I've, I really like the ones that, that they've, uh, the stories they've come up with for the during COVID when they had the restrictions on the filming. I, I like the, the, you know, kind of single character stories oh. they've, that have come out of I, that. Yeah, I, I like where it could have went. I, I love two of the five. Oh, the first one is what I expected from the first episode of every season. Like, it's just everybody, you know, getting back together and, and dealing with each other. So that was like the typical first episode for me. But all the Carol and Daryl ones I was rough with. But I loved the Gabe and uh, Aaron episode, and I loved the Negan, uh, the Here's Negan episode. They were so good. The here's the last two episodes were my favorites. The uh, um, I think they were the last two. I love the princess episode where she's in the the train oh, car. Yes, I forgot about that too. Yes, the the train car ones. Yes, and that's yeah. what I've been dying to see. I've been dying to see since the end of the the last season was more princess. And oh my god, that episode was great. Where like you thought Ezekiel beat that guy, but then it just. Yeah, she just blacked out and did it herself, and Ezekiel was never there. That was yeah. a great episode too. It, that was an awesome mindfuck episode, yes. and they they give you they give you hints throughout, you know, about what's really going on, and you're you're not sure at first if Ezekiel is really there or if it's if it's her imagining him, and yeah. it, it, I thought it was fantastic. She is batshit crazy in all the right ways. I love her. Yeah, I love her. How, uh, yeah. in the comics, Slim, how was Princess? She was awesome in the comics. Uh, very weird. I think that, um, Robert Kirkman kind of ended it short. I think he got to a point where he was just like, eh, I don't want to write anymore, so I'm just going to, like, conclude this story. But he kind of, like, built up Princess, and then we never really saw her whole arc, I felt. That's what I hope they don't do with the series, because yeah. I know the show's coming to an end, and I really hope, I really hope the Princess is going to be just amazing. Yeah. She's uh, And they've awesome. got a... They've got a lot of loose ends to tie up too. I mean, Rick and Michonne are still out there somewhere, yes. and the Rick movies uh, apparently, you know, have never materialized <laughs> right. beyond announcements. So. That's what I was wondering: are that are those still in the works? I, I I don't know. I don't know. So hopefully, yeah, like you said, they don't take the easy way out and just follow the comic because the comic literally he was just kind of like, all right, I'm done writing this. And I, he jumps like 10 years in the future. And like, this is oh, what happens after the series. Is over. I kind of like, like felt like with this with these last five episodes, like I feel like there should have been more princess and there wasn't. Yeah, so I'm like hoping yeah. like, I, I thought that very thing. Like, I hope they're just not going to. Not go she, where they she did with like a cool thing in the comics where she beat the shit out of a lot of Commonwealth so soldiers because she didn't agree with whatever they were doing, and then like it just was like, all right, yeah, we're just gonna end this chapter. Ten and, years uh, later, ten years later, Damn. boom, <laughs> this is the world. Rick's awesome, <laughs> boom. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and in her episode, in her episode, she actually just just destroys. The uh, uh, I guess it is a Commonwealth soldier, the stormtrooper guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the train car, but but in her mind, it's Ezekiel doing it. And, <laughs> okay. Uh, it, yeah, so it that kind of happens scene. in the comic. I think in the comic, though, it's 
Like, literally, like she sees them as what they are and just doesn't agree with whatever they're trying to push on her. So she just beats the shit out of like, five of them. The best about that episode was in the beginning when it showed them getting uh, captured. You don't think she's that bad because she tried to punch one of them. And I don't think the punch really connected. So you don't think she's actually as badass as she ended up being. Because, like I said, yeah. she went to punch him. I think the punch landed in his shoulder and it was just not a big deal. So, yeah, like, and then you kind of find out, yeah, no, she almost killed this guy with her fists. So, and they managed to work in this whole, uh, like, childhood trauma backstory just through voices in her head, too. Yeah, yeah, yes. I also uh, didn't know, and I, 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 do either of you guys know, are there new dates for Rick and Morty? Because I I heard them, there are. I heard them saying that it should be soon. I forget the fucking date, but there is new dates for Rick and Morty. Cool. June 20th. Okay. June 20th. Thank you, dude. Awesome. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. I've been dying for some more. I did read an article that said they were like, uh, I, I guess, doing better than, with the, with the uh, pandemic. So, like, you know, they all they use are voices. So they're all able right. to do it. So cool. I can't wait. I can't wait for that. And I want more, uh, want more Stranger Things. Yeah, I'm missing Stranger Things. They're all, all the kids are going to be grown up by the time. And we you know what? I saw I just two nights ago. I saw Gaten, uh, and he still looks young. So I'm like, all right, cool, cool. <laughs> um, I did. I because the first time I, I got I talked to him and I get, I got the selfie. I gave him one of our cards and I was like, dude, we're an adult show, so. If you don't yeah. want to do an interview, it's all good. So uh, I saw him the other day, and I told him we interviewed uh, Hunter Flanagan a few years ago, uh, or, or last season, and he, we we mentioned that he looked like him, and he told us he was a double. And I told him, I'm like, we interviewed a guy that was one of your doubles, and he was just, <laughs> and he remembered him. He said, "What was his name?" I said, "Hunter uh, Flanagan," and he's like, "Oh yeah, he was a he was a fun kid." So I thought that was cool. So you saw him recently? Nice. Yeah, just two days ago I saw Gaten, and I was what? just like, "Hey Gaten, how you doing?" I was like, and I and I told him, and he must have remembered because I gave how him cool. one of the cards, and uh, I mentioned him that we talked to the, the, his double, and he, then he was like, "What was his name?" And I told him, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I remember Hunter." Did he did he say like why he couldn't do our show or he didn't really? No. I just figure it's because yeah, we're, we're us. Kind of, and he's a kid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I never, like, I never uh, expected. You know, I, I never get my hopes up and all. So I, I just figured it's probably because we're Robin Slim. And yeah. I, I totally so, get that. So do they shoot the show in Jersey or does he just happen to live there? I don't think it's here at all. No, I think he just lives in like where we're recording is where he's from. Oh, yeah, like, right around. We're here. we're oh, recording wow. we're recording in Tuckerton, New Jersey. Yeah. I went to the school that he goes to yeah. or went to. I don't know. If I you think he goes like point. to Texas to to film. I think yeah. I think that's what I read. Wow. But also, one of my coworkers told me that he does a, a practical, like, a, a prank show now. And her son loves the prank show that he that he does, so. <laughs> That's cool. I heard about the prank show. I haven't seen any episodes of it. I don't even remember what it's called. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. I've I heard about the prank show. I wanted to ask you, too, Isaac, and I appreciate I love that you have uh, always listen to our show as well. Uh, as a listener, do you, uh, do you like the, the interviews as a separate show? I actually do like the interviews as a separate cool. show because uh, getting like one full four hour show, you know, three to four hour show at once yeah. um, 
it's it it makes it a little difficult to listen to the the whole thing but you guys have been you know cutting it in into like hour and a half sections and i listen to podcasts on double speed anyway so so that <laughs> that that works out really well for me i've i've actually been enjoying it i like the cool. intro to the uh, the interviews too uh, <laughs> i love that uh, what about politics? Sports, politics, am I right? Yeah, right. Yeah, no, and I thought I thought the same thing like you first said. It does break it down into yeah. uh, better times. And I kind of, like, I, I remember years ago I'd mentioned, like, wanting the interviews separate as a show. And I do feel yeah. it works better because, like, not everybody wants too many rapes. But, you know, <laughs> everybody can listen to an interview. It, it's cool right, that we're yeah. almost producing like two different shows, two different genres of yeah. shows, and that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. You have the the R the the R segment up front and the PG thirteen segment on the back. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. And I, I didn't. I was gonna ask what have been some of your favorite episode uh, interviews this uh, uh, season. Oh, I I gotta say I. Uh, I had trouble getting through the uh, – I can't remember if it was the first interview or not last week. Jesse, Jesse Lee Peterson, Peterson, that was the first one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I almost fast-forwarded through that one. Is he just, I like the one after, after him, oh, though, and I, Mona. I can't remember Mona. her name. That was Mona. Mona. I love Mona. He's, that Jesse Lee I, is something else, yeah. huh? Yeah, he's yeah. a rough one. Yeah, that is, that was something else. <laughs> I just like who's who talks like this. Uh, we're on uh, ipmnation.com, and the guy that runs that, Matt Connerton, randomly messaged me last week, and he's just like, "I love how you guys handled that. Uh, I'm proud of you guys." And he just said how we just yeah. spoke truth, and yeah, and, and, yeah. and the guy was just out of his mind. I, I thought we did a good job where we weren't just like completely making fun of him, and we had more of a serious right. interview with him. Yeah. And uh, but his yeah, no, just, I, I agree. I thought you guys did. I thought I thought you handled it. Uh, I mean, as professionally as any any broadcast radio show would would have handled something like that. You know? Yeah, I thought you did. Um, Thank you, dude. Thank you. Yeah, Thank it's, you. it's hard. Some of us, especially being a comedy show. But yeah, I'm like, I just I really want to debate this guy. Try to get in his head. And part of me felt. Like I don't a hundred percent know if he believes the shit or if he's right. just doing it for, for you a, know a gimmick. Or, yeah. Or with yeah, because there there were times when it felt like a bit. Yes. Uh, yeah. So we didn't we didn't include it. I cut it out, but it took him about a couple minutes to get ready. Like so when we answered the call, it was his producer. Yeah. Who was like, oh well, you gotta give Jesse a minute to get ready, and they got this whole studio in front of us, and we got the. Uh, Mike's muted, and we're waiting like probably two or three minutes for this yeah. guy to set down. It felt to me like just, a power play. Yeah, like it, you're gonna wait for yeah. him. Like as it, we, it was very weird and awkward on how it went down. And I, I told Rob later. Rob said it was a power play, and I was like, it feels like he's getting paid to be this character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he was a, a rough one though, and uh, I, 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 I'm also like, I never expected him to get back, like, to to get him. Like, I booked, I, I sent the email and heard back like a few days later that he would do it. So, wow, that's cool. So, yeah, you guys get some incredible guests. Thank you, thank dude. you, including oh, you, whatever, including you. Yeah. You were the best. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> 
I miss Steve Coulter, though. We haven't heard oh, from Steve. I know. He's coming on next week. Ooh. He's uh, when, awesome. I, when I last uh, uh, messaged him, um, he told me it would have to be in April because he was working on a big project, and I, I'm not allowed to mention Is that, that my birthday? Is he coming on? Next Steve? week? Next week, my birthday is April 26th, so he's, no, he's a no, couple days before your birthday that. does, no, we're not my doing anything for your birthday. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be on the 21st. <laughs> All right. Yeah, next week, I'm going to call that my birthday show, or I'm going <laughs> to tell Steve to wish me a happy birthday. I, I love Steve. I, 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 I just love how he's always growing like he's he seemed to get yeah. bigger and bigger and uh, did you I like s- this geico commercial yes i like when <laughs> the, the geico commercial is great and slim's holding his napkin holder yeah he- steve made us a handcrafted wooden napkin holder and it's amazing and it has <laughs> nice. changed my life yes. so here it is here yeah and uh, uh yeah no he's just awesome he's awesome such a cool dude uh that's another thing with doing the show only two weeks a month it's like we can't have uh one guest on every month now because it would be like every other show so it's 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 right it's good and it's bad yeah but, positives and negatives yeah yeah, yeah. Oof. <laughs> things might be changing i don't know some might be fired we might yeah um getting a new uh, position what, or something hey are you gonna uh, fired from from your show <laughs> no no no, no. <laughs> yeah. no we're we're, we're, the we're only yeah it's just gonna be the dress <laughs> we're only doing this because of the position i am in uh, real life it kind of interferes yeah. with our schedule so yeah they were like oh, you're not doing you. you're not free every week anymore slim mm. and that's... but i just concocted a genius plot in my uh, head, that might. Are you gonna kill your boss? Maybe something like that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Maybe bride her. I think I just figured something out. Bribe or bride? Bride. You're bride. gonna marry her? <laughs> I'm gonna marry you her. Knock her up and be <laughs> like, you can't work. No, man. I just pregnant. figured. I just figured something out. Well, that's amazing. I figured you can so. conjure Satan to the toilet bowl. Yeah, <laughs> and get him to swallow your boss. I I was Maybe. just gonna warn against against doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Satan, uh, what was I gonna ask? I, I think it's, it's it's been a weird. I I feel like I always ask you like what what was the best in horror this year? It's been a weird year. Like twenty twenty uh, has been very yeah. strange. Twenty twenty one has been very weird. Has there been any like big horror things that have showed up? I'll tell you too. Uh, well, the new season of Creep Show is on now. Oh, it is! Which, I didn't know yeah, that. New... I've been looking every day. It must have just went live. Yeah, it. Uh, I well, the second episode aired last week, oh, so okay. the third episode, episode airs tomorrow. So there's that. But I've watched two movies that that are on on my rewatch list for and and are going to be for a while on Shutter. Uh, one of them was called Anything for Jackson. Okay. And Michael? the other the other is called uh, Stay Out of the Fucking Attic. Ooh, I like that title. I like right. that. I'll, I'll t- yeah. Can you give us a, 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 like a one-sentence synopsis of those? All right. Anything for Jackson is about a um, couple that uh, kidnaps a woman in order to have her birth the reincarnation of their dead grandson okay i like that it is it is a horror comedy okay and stay out of the fucking attic is about a a group of um of movers who are 
trying to move this guy out of out of um, out of his house, but he is um, there is a supernatural element to the uh, a- and a mad scientist element to the the house that um, that gets them in trouble. I don't want to give away too much of that cool. one because it'll it'll spoil it. But uh, both of them both of them are have a horror comedy element to them, and and I absolutely loved them. Nice. I was going to say, too, as far as movies goes, I haven't seen many uh, commercials or anything, but there's one called Nobody with uh, Bob Odenkirk, and he is Mm -hmm. super badass. I really want to see it. Like, he's like a mafia guy that went straight to start a family, and years later, I guess he got tracked down, and he's just got to do, he's just got to, like, just totally beast out. So. I want to see that one too. I've I've been seeing the ads for that, and yeah, it looks it looks cool. awesome. Yeah, it really does, really does. And uh, there was Negan. Negan's in a movie, uh, and I forget it. I forget. It. I, I should should have looked it up. I should have been prepared, but I'm not. But uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, he, he's in a movie that's coming out soon. I just saw. I think last week when or or on the last um, Walking Dead, uh, there was a commercial for it. Oh, he was just there. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Where's he uh, at? Uh, I feel like some... Is it... No. Let me do Jeffrey Dean Morgan new movie. New movie, maybe? Yeah, like... Yep. New movie. Uh, I don't remember. The Flash? Yeah, The Flash. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I believe that's at The Unholy. That's at The Unholy. Oh, yeah. It looks like a more supernatural one. All right. Oh, nice. So, I think I have seen an ad for that. Yeah. All right. I, you guys were talking about uh, Rick and Morty earlier, and so I, I, I brought it up where um, Justin Rowland and uh, Dan Harmon have a new series called Solar oh, Opposites. Yes, I've been wanting to check that yeah, out. Yeah, that looks pretty cool. And that, I think it's like a Hulu yeah. exclusive, but I've I've watched a trailer of it and all the characters talking. It's just jo- Justin Rowland. It's like, hey, there's Rick, there's Morty. <laughs> like, it's all the same voices. <laughs> Mr. Poopy <laughs> Butthole. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Isaac, it's been a blast as always, man. Thank you so much for coming on. Hey, I appreciate you having me again. I I always enjoy coming on to talk to you guys. Love and it, maybe man. next time I'll have something to read for you. That'd be awesome. <laughs> or I'll have uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Death Part Two. We don't we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. It could yeah, go either know. way. <laughs> Where can everybody find you, man? Uh, you can find me, my website is isaacthorn.com, and that is Thorn with an E. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Isaac R. Thorne. Nice. Uh, those are my socials. What does the R stand for? The R stands for Roger. Oh, oh. I was thinking of like yeah. a demonic name, but I couldn't think of any. Yo, I have one more. I had this one about a famous internet rapper. Oh, hang who, up, Isaac. Hang up. You don't. Well, no matter what he did, he could never get Good a gold night, chain. Good night, Isaac. <laughs> we love you, brother. <laughs> oh, take yeah, care. Like... <laughs> All right. Cool. We'll be back with Sam from right. Reckless Airways Radio. It's Rob and Slim Show. Hey, what's up, guys? Dude, what is what's up, up, Sam? Sam? 
Doing pretty good. It's doing pretty good. Glad cool. to be back on again. Dude, glad to have Ooh. you on, and I just want to start by saying sorry. I couldn't remember Reckless Airways Radio during Frankie's <laughs> interview on our last show. I was well, trying for, so for, hard. For one show, I was back as the head of Team Left Jab. There's nothing wrong with that. A little retro. <laughs> I, I, it still drives. It still drove. What was that? When did you forget? During Frankie's interview, I, I, I was mentioning that uh, I had met, talked to Sam, and I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember. Oh, okay. Uh, Reckless Airways and uh, not throwing anyone under the bus, but Frankie couldn't remember either. So <laughs> I don't remember I that remember, interview. Remember, you, you know, you guys have that alcohol going there, so I can just summed it up to that. It flows. <laughs> yeah, it flows. <laughs> so what I said, Sam, I don't even remember that interview. We yeah. talk, Frankie, who? Who do we talk to? <laughs> oh man. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, um, did you see? Um, you you brought up Frankie. Did you see someone was um. They were bullying him or something on Instagram. Did you guys see that? No. Yeah, I don't know who it was. I looked at it. Someone put it on his like that uh, that Facebook fan club thing or whatever. Yeah, I, I looked at the Instagram of this guy, and it just looked like just some random nobody. So I didn't even bother. But yeah, yeah, you see that all the time, though. I see a lot of times when he'll post something, like a lot of people, a lot of people just talking shit. And, yeah, well, uh, they're jealous. Stuff. They're yeah. jealous. Yeah. He's very popular. Dude, he's awesome. He's great. Is he not? Like, he does not need to come on our show. But as soon as we finish talking to him, he's like, when am I coming on next? He's super cool. Super oh, he loves cool. doing it. He loves yeah. doing it. Is that guy Pete still alive? I, I don't know what don't happened to that. Know. I don't <laughs> he, know. He did. Frankie didn't mention that he likes Pete. Yeah, he talked he about it. Yeah. I, I think I said, you know, somebody or <laughs> Pete, and he's like, both. Oh, Dylan. Yeah, I was like, Dylan or Pete, because Dylan's awesome. Right, right. I love Dylan Attack. Dylan Attack. And uh, I was like, yeah, Dylan or Pete, and he said both. So, yeah, I respect Frankie, uh, but I don't respect Absolutely. Pete. I don't respect Pete. No, Pete's an idiot. <sighs> He's, He's just conniving his way onto, onto shows. He's a nobody. Yeah, that's um, what we felt. You know, he shouldn't be on any shows. He doesn't do anything. He he doesn't create oh. any content. He just showed up out of nowhere. When he called, like, like, when like they called us, yeah, he was just like, uh, yeah, like the virus. He, he was just vaping. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, that's what you do when you call a show. You just sit there and vape, you dummy. Pete would be like, yeah. if me and, me and Rob ever broke up and I did a Slim show, I would be Pete. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you still wouldn't be Except Pete. Yeah, that's what I mean. You hopefully wouldn't have AIDS. I mean, maybe. Well, I'd get AIDS first. Like that would be my goal. Like, You'd oh, Robin Swim is no more. I gotta go get AIDS. Um, <laughs> I'll put that on Craigslist. Stop oh, no, doing man. podcasts. Need hey, AIDS. Get AIDS. Get AIDS. <laughs> Fuck. I wanted to ask you, Sam. Oh my God. Like I just uh, doing a show is exhausting itself. Whew. So doing a show and running a network, how do you do it, man? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot of fun, though. I mean, basically, I have it down to I have a lot of guests that come on, you know, multiple times over the year. And, you know, I pretty much have it summed up to, you know, a bunch of guys that come on to talk about baseball, a couple of guys that come on, talk, do some comedy, um, the network. I basically, it's really, I don't even know if I call it a network anymore. It's just radio, you know, other radio shows and podcasts like the Robin Slim show that, that I feature on the, on, on my website and everything like that, which is the same thing as a network. I've seen, and, yeah. You know, if you have it set up right, if you have the, if you have the website set up right and the social media set up right, it, it's really not that hard. That's what I was wondering um, if it was all, almost like an automatic the thing. Hardest. I, I was wondering if it was like automatic almost where like things were set up to just uh. run. 
I wish it was. It's just a lot of work. It's a lot of editing, and yeah. you have to go on the website and you know add everything and make sure it's oh. all correct and stuff like that. But you know, after you do it for a long time, you know, like you know, I've done it and you guys have done it for so long. It's just repetitive, and it just you, you don't think of it that way. Like it's extra work and everything like that. It's just yeah. a lot of fun, and you know, we wouldn't be doing it if we didn't enjoy it, right? Yeah, I have to love it. Yeah, totally, totally. I want to ask you too, as far as running a. Uh, network. Uh, you don't have to name any names if you don't want to, but have any shows like rubbed you wrong where you've been like, get the fuck <laughs> out of here, or where, or either you know you you've got them off, or just right from the beginning you were like, I don't like you guys. Like you're not getting on my station or, or network. Well, two 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 things kind of uh, more annoyances than anything because I can't really say that they really upset me because you know these are just random guys that I've had on. So and no, I'm not going to mention their names because I don't want them to get more than the 15 listens that they usually get, you know, uh, on, on their show that they put out. Yes. So, you know, this one guy that I was that I had on for a while, um, for a couple of years actually. He did a he did a baseball podcast and uh, he came free, he came on my show frequently, and he basically, you know, he he hooked up with this um, oh, what do you like another site and a new site at that. With no following really, and it's nothing. You know, it's a baseball site that's really not anything unique. It won't even be around in probably a year. Yeah. And he basically was like, he's he's exclusive to that now. And I'm like, well, thanks for letting me know. You know, because you've been on this thing for a while. And Rob, Slim, you guys are on a bunch of networks and stuff like that. Mm, I've lost track. Like of I'm the looking years. to be exclusive, but yeah. at least let me know. Yeah. So I'm not yeah. putting the show out, right? Uh, Just be a man about it. I, I never didn't do that. even ask anybody. Like I'm like I'm on these other things, and if you want me on, I'm Ridiculous. I'm good with that. But yeah, I'm not gonna take myself off other right. things unless you're paying me a salary. Like right, I'm right. not gonna be exclusive. So was this guy telling you like oh, I'm leaving your network to be on this other network? No, no, not, not at all. Not at all. He basically, what, what it basically came down to is he was like, um, he, he basically was like, I'm, I still would like to come on as a guest on, on Reckless uh, Airways radio. Okay. Um, the podcast is just going to be on this new thing, this new site or whatever. And he's going to shout out my show at the beginning of his podcast as if that means a thing to me. You know, yeah, like right. people are running to my website because this guy who doesn't have much of a following at all so you know, was mentions a, my thing. So he so was oh, what I told him is, you know, nah, no, thanks. Um, I don't play second fiddle to, you know, especially yeah. some new, you know, site that came along. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, I booted him and then I, just for spite, I booted his friend off the site, too. I'm a dick at times. Yeah, yeah we you gotta be. be. We so, all he basically was telling you that he was leaving, but was trying to make it sound like he still liked you and was yeah, just being a, right, a, a moron about it instead of just being like, yo, Sam, I'm off your fucking radio <laughs> station. I'm doing this now. I'm off, <laughs> Sam. I'll, I'll, I'll see you uh, sometime. See you when I see you. See you when I see you. <laughs> if I don't see you, I, I saw mean, you. Just be, a, just be a man about it. I mean, yeah. I know if you guys became exclusive somewhere. First of all, I know you guys are smart enough that it would involve money. That's number one. This <laughs> yeah. thing involved nothing. And second of all, I know that you Lots guys just tell me, you know, be like, yeah, we can't be on your network anymore, you know, and, and I would be cool with Iron. it. But yeah. don't like spring it on but, like it's a surprise. Like the whole world is waiting for this yeah, kid to, right, yeah. you know, say this big news. Nobody even knows who he is. He's just hey, some yeah. random guy that I found on freaking Twitter <laughs> to talk about the Yankees because I'm a Mets fan. You know, that's basically all it was. <laughs> I was going to ask you too. Um, what's with the pandemic? Are sports going to be a, a thing that this season? Before I answer that, let me. Can I throw one more thing out there? Yes. 
Throw it. So the, the, there was another guy that, that really annoyed me. Is I had a bunch, he had another website. It was basically, and this is another guy I'm not going to mention because I just don't want to give any of these people any kind of publicity because yes. they, they, they're really nobody. So I would have I had a bunch of guys that were on his network come on and talk uh, some sports, and they were fine. Really, nothing against those guys, but this guy who ran it, he sent me a message, and he was just you know he was just like, yeah, you know, the, I, I could send you this guy, that guy, that guy. I'm like, no, I, I don't need all your guys to come on here. I'll cherry pick who I want to have on. Yes, and that's that. Yes. And then so he 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 listens to the show, and he's like, dude, you know what you should do? You should take your intro. Now I don't know if you guys uh, listen, but the intro that I have is basically modeled after the Robin Slim intro, which I told you guys last year. You know, I love your intro with all the people, you know, putting the show over and ads. Right. I don't really have ads, but I basically did that, you know, with a bunch of people who come on the show and the, and, and Valerie the model and something like that. And yes. I added, like, Fred the Elephant Boy and Speech Impediment Man who come on now. Yes. And it's about a two-and-a-half, three-minute uh, three intro. And he's like, yeah, you should really shorten that up and, you know, maybe put that in the middle. And I was just like, you know what? I don't need advice from some nobody like you. I'm going to do what I want. I'm not trying to make this, you know, uh, you know, be like exactly what the podcast on a radio show uh, is supposed to be. I'm going to do, you know, the way I like it. I love that. And I I, I just want to throw out there, uh, like, I I got, you know, what we do. I I, I used to listen to Opie and Anthony and Ron and Fez. And, dude, their intros would be 15 minutes sometimes. Besides the long song they threw in there, like... They would they would have like yeah they would do what we did with like yeah this is the this is me and you're listening to this and yeah I I love that right. love that yes yeah. so I got something so not, what I did was I threw I threw um I basically just unfriended all those guys I said yeah. never coming on again and I told them to go fuck themselves God so I've been I don't know I've been a little moody lately I guess <laughs> so so not it happens. Non-related to intro, but I don't think I've ever told Rob this, where I, when we used to have, you know, this Lamborghini on here, and I used to be good friends with this Lamborghini, and one time I <laughs> threw this party, and he brought over uh, some of his friends, and one of his buddies was here, and I was showing his buddy some of our clips, and this guy constantly was deconstruction doing every me. single thing that we were doing, and he was like, well... Because we, like, uh, interviewed a musician at one time, and he's like, well, you know, you should really, like, when you interview a musician, you should call them, like, an hour beforehand and make sure they're okay with the levels and play the levels back to them. And then he was just, like, uh, critiquing every little thing. And I, I don't talk to that guy anymore. <laughs> but that's no, the end of that no. story. It's, it's insulting, isn't it? Because right. Because like, he ain't doing anything. Like, um, yes. Yeah. You know, some radio school or whatever that they paid a thousand dollars to take a course, think that they're like Howard Stern now or or Joe Rogan. And it's like they're gonna tell you what to do and, and most of the time they, they've been doing it for like a year or whatever. Well, like, but this dude or not done a thing. You know, yeah. I don't even want suggestions from someone yeah. you know, who hasn't been doing it a while. It's, this not, guy, it's basically that. This guy I'll take all suggestions from someone like you guys who've been doing exactly. it for years. This, I'm not taking it from some kid or something like that. This, this guy, all he did was he was an auto mechanic, and suddenly, oh, was, oh and he was like a, a bassist. <laughs> he was a bassist in a couple bands, so yeah. I guess that's where his uh, ideals came from. I don't know, but like, oh yeah, all, our, a- all our jokes were all wrong. It was the oh. wrong delivery. The levels were wrong. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I had a guy tell me one time, a friend of mine who who never did a thing with podcast, radio, interviewing, anything. 
um, I, I worked with the guy and he was like, yeah, you know, you, you, you're great at interviewing, but don't say, I can't even remember what the word was. He was like, don't say some word that like I say when I start to stutter or a something like that. And I went, uh, just, fuck out of here, man. Yeah, said, that's guy, you put a mic in front of him with just freeze and wouldn't know what to do. And he's going to tell me, you know, what words to use. And that's how people are, you know, people yeah. who can't do what we do. Um, feel like they almost make it up for it by just giving us advice. And it's like, we don't want that advice. Yeah, no, we don't. And we don't have to take it, and we don't have to like you. I don't we, take it. No, no. same, same. <laughs> yep. Uh, I want to ask you too, Sam, I, I love, I love that on Reckless Air, Airwaves Radio, you got Kevin Goatee and Kevin Israel's Ooh. gutting the sacred cow and the speech impediment man. How? I, I just think those are great shows, and they're new additions, right? Yeah, um, Gun in the Sacred Crowd, that's obviously uh, a great show, movie critics, and they, they basically, you know, slash up all the movies. They they, they, they basically come on with, with the Robin Slim show long before me. Oh, yeah. Those they, guys are great. We've um, known them before they even started the podcast. Man, he, he's awesome. He's, he's, almost like, he's almost like, he is a regular at this point. He comes on every month. You know, he used to be on the Howard Stern show. I think yes. he still does go on there once in a while, and yeah, you know he 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 can't stand Joe Biden, and you know I I let him rant, and you know we have a lot of laughs and stuff, and he talks funny, and it's just great. And then I have Fred the Elephant Boy comes on now. Those are like two new additions, cool to all the all the regulars, and it's just you know it's a lot of fun, you know. And, and just like the guy that you had last week, the guy Jesse, who was <sighs> uh, you know really right wing, yeah, you know, that's what you got to do. You got to have both sides on sometimes. You don't have to agree, agree with them, and you could no. you could have some give and take. And you know when when speech impediment man comes on, you know he's very Joe Rogan. But I also have some other people um, that come on that can't stand Trump. So you know I think that makes it interesting. You don't want yeah. it to just be you know turn into uh, a political show. That and we yeah. don't have to hate each other just because you have that you have that view. We could also laugh. We could joke. Yeah. yeah, we could laugh at all at all of it. Yeah, yeah. That's the way I feel like everything used to be, and then now all of a sudden, like you have to hate somebody because they're the opposite side. Like I, I don't I don't right. get down with that. Yeah, that's the thing I loved about our Jesse Peterson uh, interview is I felt like. Like, as much as we were, like, kind of bashing each other, going back and forth, but we both had fun. Like, he admitted that he had yeah. fun, and then yes. the two of us enjoyed doing it, it and was. it was just, it was fun all around. It wasn't angry, it wasn't, like, he never came off as offended. And we never blocked each other. off. Yeah. yeah. I, I, it, right, it was right. all right. And see, that's what makes great radio right there, is because you guys, I know you guys don't really like Trump. I'm kind of in the middle myself. I think I think most of them on both sides are just crooks. But, yeah. you know, you could have easily been like, ah, fuck this. this. I don't agree with anything this guy's saying. You know, he's a nut. Let's get him out. Let's get him out of here. Yeah. But instead, you turned it into a great segment, a great interview. And, you know, you, you had it's a memorable interview now because mm. you did the right thing. You let him talk, but you hit your jabs in there as well. And, you know, that's what you got to do when you interview someone. You can't just take it personally. Yeah. Yeah, and I had, like, a great song oh. in there, I think, oh, or something. I did hear that. I did hear some people say they really enjoyed the Drizz song. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, something about, like, men being superior. I don't remember. <laughs> and to be fair, he was a good sport, too. Yeah, Because he could have right. did it as well. He could have been like, ah, yes. these guys... You know, these guys don't don't really agree with what I'm saying, and he could have just hung the phone up. But both yeah. of you guys, you know, all three of you guys really um, did a good job, I think. Yeah, that was my big takeaway from him, because we've had other guys that we didn't agree with politically or just right. in general, and they would just hang up. But he just, 
He like yes. clearly realized at the beginning that we didn't agree with him pro- politically, but he stuck on. Even I when I cool. I was mess I was um emailing his his people. Uh, the one guy was like, "Look, just let me know right now. Is this going to be silly or is this going to be serious?" And I said, "It's gonna." I said, "On my end, it's going to be a serious debate." I told him that. I said, "I don't know where Slim's going to go <laughs> because I cannot speak for him. Like right. Slim could have went anywhere with it, but." I said, speaking from my part, it's going to be a serious debate. So, like, they knew right. that. They did know that. Yeah. And they still came right, on. Right. So I do I do give them props for that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was it was a great interview. And um, like I said, it's just, you know, I enjoy having both sides on. I enjoy having both sp- both sides of sporting, uh, you know, like Mets, Yankees, stuff like that. It makes them more I, interesting. You don't want to just do the same interview over and over talking no. about the same topic. So, no, because that's not interesting. You know, that's, that's, that's not life. Key. Yeah, exactly. I do want to uh, give you uh, uh, props right now, Sam. Last time I was on your show, you mentioned about not wearing, uh, you know, your sport team's uh, clothing in public because people bug you. I just ordered a right. Rucka hat. I, 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 I'm going to wear a Rucka <laughs> hat. <laughs> nice. I don't know. Is that better yeah. or worse than a Yankee hat? I used to wear hat? the Met jacket and I used to wear the Met hat um, a lot when I was younger. And I would just have, like, guys come up to me. And just be like, yeah, good win last night. Or even get, like, mocked sometimes. Yeah. And it's like, I'm too old for that now. It's Dude. like, I'm not interested in talking to a stranger on the street. I, I had a guy yeah. one time, I wear this, um, I'm not a big hockey fan, but I wear this Canadian's hat. Uh, and this guy was, he saw talking about the Canadians. I was like, dude, it's just a hat. I don't even watch hockey. And I just walked away. <laughs> I was like, I can't do that anymore. I don't have the patience. About a year ago, I had an old man start talking shit to me. And I had my kids with me. I was in a Wawa. And this old man right. started talking shit about the Yankees. Or uh, on the other, like on the other uh, side of the coin, like you said, <laughs> I've had this old guy on a bus start showing me all sorts of cards. Yeah, and I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about your cards. I, I'm just going right, somewhere, right. and I don't want to talk to you. My my stepfather told me that once, where he went to work wearing a like a NWO uh, shirt, like the wrestling shirt, but he yeah. wasn't. He was like. A little into it, but not really. And then there was one kid that was working for him that was like, oh, you know, that shit is real. And like, I'm really into that group and blah, blah, blah. And he just regretted wearing that shirt after that. Anything. Anything. Yeah. There's one thing we could we could all agree on. We, when we wear stuff like this, it's never a hot girl that approaches us. Never. The, that's the sad part. It's either an old man or a fat guy. guy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we gotta start wearing like My Little Pony shirts uh, or like no. something. I don't know. <laughs> no, just useless. <laughs> My Little Pony. Sam, uh, Sam, what is Twilight Sparkle? What is Dead Air? Yeah. Is that your show or is that another show on Reckless? No, that's that's another one of my shows. I always wanted to um to have like like I do the interviews basically all over the place randomly whenever I could have someone on, and I just put them on shortly after that. So I always wanted to have like a, a show that had like a set day and a set time, kind of like you guys have on Wednesday. Yeah. And I always wanted it to be almost like a, I won't say like underground show, but kind of like a little more in depth than just the regular interviews. Like anything goes. So in other words, like even if I was to have like a like like a sports person on or or, or even a baseball person on, it's not just going to be about baseball. It's going to be talking about like all their interests and stuff like that and. Uh, so that's what that is. It's going to be, it's, it's on every Sunday and I'm going to get like all kinds of, I'm trying to get like all kinds of guests, um, you know, thinking outside of the box. Like I, 
you know, hot girls are definitely like they they are moved to the front of the line for this show. Welcome. Definitely one of the the new rules for that. But Love hot girls. It's gonna you know it's, it's a lot of fun. You know, it's um. Cool. I like to add wrinkles here and there, and that that's yeah. a new one. Uh, that's cool. So, uh, like, is it um like do you plan that separate? Do you know that person's gonna be on that show, or is it somebody you had on for your regular show that you feel like you can go longer with? Yeah, so it's going to be both. Um, so, so like to start it, um, it's going to be I'm going to try and like like have a bunch of people I've never had on before. So like the first one that I put out last Sunday was this uh, sports sp- freelance sports reporter, um, Kat Garcia, who she's pretty famous. She's she's done a lot of uh, work with MLB and stuff like that. And she came on and you know we talked about all baseball stuff and stuff. But she also is into. Um, like conspiracy theories and the George Floyd trials. So that's kind of where, where I'm going with this show. Like it's going to be, we'll talk about her thing, which is sports, but then we're going to do all kinds of other things. And she was a great guest. And she, she um, was on for like an hour. Like the, the next guest is going to be this, this um, hot girl that does like a, she's a podcast called that. I'm that bitch. And it's basically a sex podcast. And I did an interview with her. That's something I would have never done. Like with team left jab. Cool. And that's why I wanted to move over to something, you know, totally different, like Reckless Airways Radio. And and then I have another girl coming up. So, yeah, so it's going to it's based. And then at the girl. same time, you know, I might bring on I might bring on Rob down the line and not just to talk about radio, just to talk about something totally different, like sports or the George Floyd case or something like that. And, you know, fingers crossed one day. The Driz may come on. I was going to say, I don't want that guy. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, you want me. You don't want that slim guy. But like me, <laughs> yo, I can give you some fucking awesome content. <laughs> yo, Golden, hey, I call it. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll bring, um, what's his name? The, the, the guy with AIDS on. And, I was going to say, Pete. Have Pete a, have Pete a talk with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go deep, go deep into the AIDS story. I want to talk about AIDS therapeutic drugs or something like I that. What's keeping you alive? Yeah, I was following Frankie around, right? And the stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Sam, I want to know who are you, bro? Because you, every time we have you on, dude, your videos grab a nice amount of views. Have you? You gotta be. You gotta be uh, hiding stuff. You gotta be holding stuff back from us. You. I think that's just all the people who used to follow me doing boxing that just go on there and say, what the hell happened to this guy? You know, what is he doing this now? (laughs) They got to hear it. I've always been impressed. Every time you come on, the numbers are like, Sam, man, you're you're a celebrity. (laughs) I think he is. I think he's pretending to be Is he going to talk about me? Is he going to talk about me? Yeah. A lot of people. Lot yeah, of people. I, and they Sam, find out quickly that I'm not going to talk about them. <laughs> Sam, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Sam, I think you're really Leonardo DiCaprio. What? <laughs> that wasn't even a word. Nope. <laughs> um, Leonardo. But, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> and uh, you pretend to be the Sam guy, but you're really Leonardo or DiCaprio. <laughs> oh, goddamn. Hang up hey, while you have a chance, I had an Sam. idea, um, and it's about a year too late, but I still wanted to bring it up real quick before yeah. I go. Um a slam, you know, Slambo's definitely not coming back, right? No, I, I no. he fell off the. I think he's dead. He hates our gods. Yeah, I was friends I was with thinking him. Of, and this should have happened forever. last year, but you guys should have had a Slambo funeral show. Oh, we're weird. black and everything, but I think it's a little past 
you know, Probably being effective, that. right? Yeah. I'll I, text him right now, Sam. Uh, I'll text Flambo. <laughs> what do you think I should text him? How would I text him something from Tell you? Tell him Sam said fuck you. Sla Sam, give, <laughs> give me something you want to say to Slambo, and I will text him right now. All right, go, Sl Sam. What am I texting Slambo? <laughs> Man. Oh man! Imagine if he shows up on a different show one day. You guys are just skimming yeah. through YouTube, and you see Slambo sitting there as a third, you know, guy on a, on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Hey, <laughs> why did you? Whoa! Wait, wait, we're getting really. Sam, deep here. where can everybody find why you? Did you leave Robin Slim, Robin Slim. Um, quote. There's a quotation marks here. Quotation mark. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Said Sam. Sam, where can everybody find you? Um, if you go on Facebook, just look up Reckless Airwaves Radio. And on Twitter, um, the handle is at Reckless Airwave. No S at the end. And then just go to the site, RecklessAirwaves.com. Everything's on there. Um, all the interviews, um, all the great shows like the Robin Slim Show is, is featured there. And um, it's a great site. There's... Uh, a lot of good stuff on there, and you know, again, I love having you guys as as part of the Reckless Airwave uh, website, and it's always a pleasure. Awesome, dude! Yeah, thank you, thank you so much, and uh, don't even acknowledge them or the Driz. <laughs> you don't. All right, so I'm texting this. Hey, why did you leave Robin Slim? Said Sam Nemo from Left Jab slash Reckless Airwaves. Damn, wait a minute. <laughs> Sent. Two weeks in a row now. I'll let you know what he says. Oh, uh, you might have to block Slim. It's, uh, yeah. Rob's well, in fairness one. to Slim, though, uh, Slambo doesn't even know what Reckless Airwaves is, right? Because no. he left when I was still doing Team Left Jab, so I actually yeah. got to take that back. That's yeah. why I did the slash. He yeah. put slash. He put both in. <laughs> uh, I'll let you know if he gets back. Love you, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, talk to you soon, brother. All right. Have a good night, guys. You too, uh, man. Bye. Later. Woo. Rob and Slim Show. Yeah. Yo, what up? What's up? Josh! Yeah. What's up, dude? Just finished band practice, and I looked at my, my clock on my phone, and I'm like, shit. So <laughs> I, just, I left my gear here at the practice. So I'll get it tomorrow. Cool, cool. I'll leave it here. Yeah. But almost lost track of the time. Oh, thank you, dude. Thank you for still making time for us. Uh, I, I got to thank you just right off the bat for, like, the people you've connected us with over the years. Yeah. Hunter Flanagan, Jason Fountaine, Brandon Sanders, Drew Ashworth. How did you connect with those guys? Uh, Drew is uh, he is part of Crest Point Entertainment, and he is uh, my booking agent, along oh, with Angela. Oh, wow. they, book, uh, they book my solo shows, most of them, and uh, they really helped me get out in the scene. Uh, when I went solo, just uh, you know, acoustic going out and hitting bars, they kind of helped me get into some venues, and they've they've helped me a lot, uh, Dude, a ton. That's awesome. And the other guys, I think I I, they, I met them through Chris Point as well. That's what I didn't know. I didn't know if you performed with these guys because they're all so different. They're uh, musically like they're they're all amazing, and I I just didn't know if like you played shows with them or just how you connected. That's awesome. Yeah, they're all incredible, all incredible musicians, and pleasure to work with all of them. Um, really cool dudes, and nice. 
yeah, I'm I'm thankful they uh, they were able to come on and and uh, and do the podcast with you guys. I always yeah. enjoy being on and catching up. Uh, it's like a little catch up each time, just to hang out for a little bit and love it. Nice. Love you guys. Dude, love you. you. And I saw your band, Thoughts of Nuclear, is back together. We are back together. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm super stoked about that. How did we, that come uh, about? Well, yeah, everybody everybody is back in, uh, except our original lead guitarist, uh, Luke. Everybody else is uh, it's all the original members, and we got a new member in. His name is Maurice Cooley, and, man, a fucking phenomenal bass player. Like, I mean, he, he fingers that thing harder than a stripper on a Friday night. Like, <laughs> Damn. He really goes at it. Cool. How did that come about? How did you guys... Get back together. Was it part of the pandemic or? Well, we got back together. Me and Alan had kind of talked on and off through the time that we were, you know, kind of on hiatus and came over one day. It was just me and Alan jammed and we really wanted to, we really wanted to get this thing back on its feet because we, you know, we left off in a place where we were doing a lot of cool things and, you know, this led to that and we just sort of disbanded for a long time and we have a lot of things left to do a lot of things left to do we we left before we even took off yeah but i saw that you guys have you guys have uh, uh shows booked already you guys are already back i feel we're back yeah we are back where our first show we played then you call furnace 41 like badass place uh to me, it kind of reminds me of the Masquerade, and people that are from Atlanta, Georgia, they'll be very familiar with that venue. It's, uh, I mean, the original Masquerade, that's where you saw uh, Food Fighters played there, uh, uh, Stone Temple Pilots. I mean, the list goes on. Like, and I'm saying that, that before, you got to think, this is a small stage. It's Heaven, Hell, and Purgatory, three different stages, Hell being the smallest. And uh, like Food Fighters and these bands were playing this venue back before they ever really hit. Wow. And uh, just kind of like paying, it's kind of like you pay your dues when you're pl well, playing hell. Yeah. And uh, it was an honor to be able to get on that stage. And I uh, know like Foo Fighters have been on this stage, Stone Temple Pilots. Wow. Uh, I, I want to say, I want to say, uh, yeah, there's so many. I don't even want to start naming. There's just a lot of bands, especially in the 90s, the, the alternative scene. Uh, a lot of bands have played that. And we were fortunate to be able to play it before it got bought it got bought out by a business that wanted to like build on it but the masquerade moved to underground atlanta still cool but not not the same that place had history i mean yeah you know it's just not the same no. but it's still cool that's cool dude that's cool <laughs> is your own music like is is the stuff you were doing solo is that on hold are you still doing it um on the side like how does that work that you got back together with the band so, so the solo stuff we're trying to incorporate as much as we can that doesn't feel awkward because there is a little bit of a difference between josh Ferguson, the solo artist and in thoughts and uh yeah which is a little bit more of aggressive alternative rock band but we're, we're finding a medium where we've been able to squeeze like airwaves yin to my yang songs like that into the set list with uh with the old band songs that were fan favorites like Outlaws of Attraction and Hysterical and we're doing we're doing something and we're writing a lot of new songs. We've we've got about 
four right now that that are brand new and we'll be playing playing them at an upcoming show but as far as me i know i'm i'm not done by any means as solo it's just i think from here on out when i release stuff it's going to be very stripped down just an acoustic guitar me without all the production stuff just very bare bone and leave the full production stuff with the band cool Love it, love it, dude. I, w- I want to ask too. With the pandemic, have you guys have you guys done any um, charity work? Because I know a lot of these clubs have been hurting from uh, having to shut down or, or anything like that. So I didn't know if you guys were doing any like charity work or doing shows where you got paid less than you normally would. Yeah, absolutely. When it comes to my solo shows, I- I've definitely taken a hit. Um, because I can't come in there and demand the stuff from the venues when I know, you know, I'm just that they're, they're hurting so bad, dude. They so are. They if I can make anything, I'm happy. Because not it. only, so especially it... last year when nothing was open, yeah, I wasn't going there bitching about it. I was just thankful to be playing because yeah. a lot of people wouldn't even get in the play. So yeah, a lot and, of uh, and anything I could do charity wise. Uh, this this isn't COVID related, but our hometown in Union, Georgia, got hit by a tornado. Uh, a few weeks ago and huh. i can't be a part of it my, my drummer alan epperson he's leading up a uh a charity showcase with a bunch of different bands and stuff playing playing in different uh venues in union along with some street performers and they're doing that um cool. yeah that tornado kind of tore up the town here in yeah. union, georgia so he's heading that up yeah man because like not only do these clubs have to pay rent they also have to pay their staff it's 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 tough man Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely if music wasn't hard before, which of course it was. Yeah, it's a million times harder now. But oh, yeah. that's when you got to get creative. You got to figure out ways to do things uh, that you may have not thought of before. You know, thinking yeah. outside the box. You got. I mean, in this climate that we're in, we you definitely got to get creative with I it. I feel like that's life. If you don't change, you're yeah. destined to just fade. Like if you, if you can't change with the times and 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 all that and everything, you're just gonna go away. Oh yeah, no, you're right. Absolutely, absolutely. You got to. There's there's no. Yeah, there's no room for question on that. Yeah, it's you, it's, you gotta adapt and you gotta you gotta. I mean, the world moves fast now with technology, yeah. so you gotta stay up on it. And I mean, I'm, you know, I, I consider myself. Not super young, but still young to a degree. But and and I'm pretty tech savvy. But geez, like <laughs> let a few months go by and like I'm lost. I mean, like there's always oh, something new flying. Always, at you. if you don't let your computer update, like if, if you haven't used it in three weeks, then you're waiting a half a day for that thing to to work. Like it, it can be frustrating. <laughs> oh yeah, the whole reboot, like when it just like clunks <laughs> out on you, and it's like. Fuck you. I'm doing this whether you say yes or no. I'm not going to ask right? you this time. I ain't even going to ask you. Even if I do ask you, you're not going to be able to. You you have no say. You have no say. Josh, yeah. I, want, uh, Josh, I wanted to point out that it's, it's interesting that, like, hey, you realize you have to change, but you're still like, hey, I do music. Maybe I have to change the way that I do music, but you never give up in that sense where you're not like, well, I guess I'll get a retail job or something where you're well, still like, hey, I'm going to pursue music. I just got to do it differently. I feel like even if you do yeah. have that uh, regular retail or nine to five job, like you still are committed to doing what you're doing. Right. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. It's got to the point, uh, you know, especially last year and at times where, you know, I, I am doing side work on the side for, as far as, uh, you know, a little bit. I work at the winery a little bit, but, you know, if if it gets hard and, uh, you know, and the, and the shows ain't coming in like they should or the money because you got to survive, like, none of, yeah, none of, none of that is below me, and none of it would slow me down either. Like, I, I'm just... My, my ambition is on fire. If I if I had to go and do something for eight hours, twelve hours, you know, I'd get off and I would I'd still be focused on that. Yeah. And I and I back that up with proof. I've done it before. I yeah. mean, I used to work in the band. Uh, all of us, we were working uh, an overnight third shift job, six p.m., six a.m. We'd we'd get off, go home, get maybe five hours of sleep, and then we'd run to practice before it was time to do that shift again at 6 p.m. Um, yeah. You got to do what you got to do. Like, yeah. it, uh, and, and that's just how it is. Like, you got, yeah, you got to do what you got to do and, and not let any of that detour you from it. Yeah. Josh, do you have something you can perform? I'm, I'm leaving practice. I'm driving, but I have oh. an idea of something I would like to do for you guys. Uh, Maybe do a few uh, vocal impressions of different bands. A little something different. Yes, cool. I would love that, yeah. dude. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying they're gonna like, you know, sweep you off your feet, but I'll show you a couple that uh, they always like to screw around with. Uh, so, y'all just hearing okay, your voice. Y'all just hearing. Y'all yeah, just. I'm gonna blink 182 no. on you up up in the nostrils. Got to get really nasally. Just like. I've been here before a few times. I'm quite aware we're dying. A little time to long there. You got to really get way up in the nostrils there. That's my, t that's my time to long. <laughs> all right, all right. I like it. I thought, I thought you were going to go for the drizz yeah. when you said nasally. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah. <laughs> I got. I don't. You can't touch the drizz. Like yeah. that's sacred ground. You don't fucking. Yeah. You don't make fun of that shit. Got like, that's, yeah. that's that's hip hop royalty, and you don't you don't impersonate it. You don't make fun of it. You just don't. Yeah, that's why you know. <laughs> you don't touch yeah. the drizz. That's all I tell kids. Don't touch the drizz. Cherry <laughs> baby. Little Wayne there. Yeah. Um, Matt, what's some what's another one I usually do? Um, but that one ain't really funny. <laughs> you got a friend with you? Yeah. Yo, Josh, put your friend on. Whoa, <laughs> that's not cool. I was trying to. He, he he's my he's my best friend. I was trying to think of uh, yeah, another band I usually I usually do like little vocal things of. You do a killer, Elvis. That's yeah. all I know, Josh. Oh, well, thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> oh, what was that Elvis song? What was that Elvis song we we're doing? Oh, yeah. oh, oh, okay. Here we go. Elvis doing, Elvis doing Southern Gospel. Here we go. Well, there will be peace in the valley for me, for me. That's good. Well, Elvis, Elvis, when he wasn't doing crack and he was going to church. <laughs> I still think Josh, you should give. You should just hand your your friend the the, uh, the phone. Some, I want to interview his friend. Stuff with you, Josh. <laughs> oh. I don't. I, I don't have anything. I don't have any friend questions. I do. I, know. I have friend questions. <laughs> do you want to ask? Matt, yeah, I want to ask. He's some my questions. bass player. He's my bass player for uh, not my bass. Uh, guitar and keys and thoughts for nuclear. 
All right, what's his name? Matt. Matt Hunter. Right. You care if they ask you a question? One question. Okay, this is uh, this is Slam. Robert yep. Slam. Yo, what's up, Matt? Hey, what's up? Yo, hey, Matt. Yeah, yeah. How old are you? Oh, dude, this is I'm, uh, 35. That's uh, all I wanted to know. You can put Josh on the phone. Oh, thank you, Matt. Thank you. Oh, okay, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bad question. I'm just gonna come out and say it for you guys. That was a really Hit bad question. with the heavy hitters. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good slash bad question. That's all we know at this point. He's like, I got a question. How old are you, buddy? Uh, no, me and him been friends since like pre-K, and uh, and he sort of we're kind of he's sort of my my John Lennon to his Paul McCartney. Like we write. A lot of the band stuff together. That's cool. I was just gonna say, at least he didn't ask what he was wearing. Like, <laughs> I'll give him that. I'll give him that. <laughs> <laughs> how you guys been? Dude. How you guys been though? Good. Good, Josh. Yeah, we've been we've been still rocking, still rocking the house. I was gonna ask, uh, being from Georgia, what do you think of Marjorie Taylor Greene? Marjorie, what was that? One more time. <laughs> Marjorie Taylor Greene, I don't know if you've uh, followed her, but she's, I think, a senator. She's a senator, and she believes in, in oh. a, a lot of craziness. A lot of craziness like Jewish space lasers. Oh, God. I, I'm so far from political, it's not even funny. Like, I, I, I have no idea, like... I'm 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 very ignorant. I just <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like one of those things. Like life has kind of been shitty up to this point. Like nothing's changed, no matter who's in office. So like <laughs> yes, like, yeah. Nothing nothing's changed for me. So we're good. Yeah, totally. To, to, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know her though. Um, <sighs> oh. I know. I know. I said that one lady who uh, pissed a lot of people off when uh, they voted to raise minimum wage to fifteen, and she done like this little like sassy thumbs down do y'all know what i'm talking about yes yeah it went before senate and she did like this whole like little uh, little thumbs down with a little attitude i'm like yeah i heard that i heard that and like yeah why wouldn't i feel like if, if you could better everybody's life why wouldn't you yeah why yeah why why do all that like the body language was just like a a big like F you to everybody. Like, if you don't agree, just a simple no will do the trick. Like, yes. Yes. You don't have to do all the all the body language and sass and all that to go with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So, so Josh, I uh, I recently um drove from New Jersey to Georgia. I drove to uh, Woodstock, uh, Georgia, because my father lives there, and uh, I should have hit you, you up. You have a father. I have a father. Wow. I should have I should have hit you up. <laughs> I didn't, but I have decided that I'm going to take this vacation to see my father. He only usually has off like Saturday and Sundays, so I only have two days that I'm going to be spending in Georgia to see my father. But if I take a full week off, I have a couple of days to kill. So I was thinking maybe, you know, I go see my father at some point for a Saturday and Sunday, and then if you got some shows playing or if you just want to hang out, I'll hit you up. And we'll catch Dude, up. Dude, you better, you better, man. Yeah, Absolutely, man. that'd be all. Awesome, that'd be awesome as shit. Yeah, I'll Please let you know. Do. 
I'll let you know the next time I go down there because I, I think Woodstock isn't. That's cool. It's not very far from Atlanta. Oh, I feel like you guys. About can... an hour. Like I'll drive it. Yeah, that's. We can do something up in Atlanta. There's a lot of cool places there. Cool. Yeah. So I'll let you know next time I'm there. What about if uh, you guys want to beat up some father? Right. You just want to <laughs> fight my father? He's got a lot of guns. Hey, that... No. <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> I was really very surprised when my Your father. Dad's like a gun well, so my father is actually a lot like me, right? So he brings me down to his basement, yeah. and I'm like, and he's like, oh, I got all these boxes. They're like ammunition. I'm like, what? And I'm laughing at him, and he's like, No, it's like ammo. He's like, It's Georgia. I have guns. I'm like, Okay. I just wasn't expecting he's that from Georgia you. Georgia Slim. <laughs> you got Georgia Slim down there. He like stocks up on all the ammo. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, like yeah. A, he's got boxes and boxes of ammo. He's got a big giant, like really tall. It's as tall as me. Uh, a gun safe. He keeps all his guns. He's, he's got a gun version of Slim. He's like, I love you, Gun Slim. <laughs> I went down there and he's like, You ain't my son. This is my son. And he pulled out a pistol. <laughs> This is my real slim. Leave <laughs> like a bunch of guns to you one day. You're gonna be like, what am I? What do I do? What am I do with all this? Like, <laughs> I'm renaming Slim. <laughs> this box of ammo is my real son. Did you ask for like he's any? Gonna, any? I'm gonna say he's gonna leave the guns to you and leave a note in the wheel that says you know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you get like back allowance, Slim, when you went to see him? Because I feel like he owes you. No. I oh, no. I feel like... Well, no, they paid... Actually, to be fair, my father paid for me the entire weekend. Like, anytime we got food, anything, he was like, no, nah, I got it. I was like, Dad, I, I make a lot of money. I can take care of it. And he's like, no, nah, no, nah, I got it. I was That's like, cool. okay. <laughs> so he paid. We went to several different diners and wow. fast food places. You guys lived in everything. Up. <laughs> I, you know what I figured out in Georgia though? What? What's I, that? I, I, I realized that I love Pizza Hut because like Pizza Huts don't—they they still kind of exist in Jersey, but they've been fading out. Like the ones closest to us have kind of disappeared. So I haven't had Pizza Hut since I was a kid. And we also have, you know, we have Jersey Pizza. Like we have actual pizza restaurants. Yeah. So when I went to Georgia. Yeah. The only pizza places there are like Pizza Hut, <laughs> Little Caesars, and <laughs> like things like that. So when I was visiting my father, they ordered Pizza Hut, and I was like, "Oh shit, I love Pizza Hut. Pizza, pizza Hut's, Hut's amazing. That's the end oh, of that dude, story." Oh, dude, that's my favorite. Right? That personal pan. I don't know what it is about it. <laughs> I love those things. Just way the better little, than Domino's. Yeah, Domino's. Domino's sucks. Trash. Pizza Hut is fucking great. We probably yeah, yeah. have two left for Jersey. kind of known for pizzas, aren't they? Am I thinking right? Yeah, no, well, that's why the Pizza Huts are kind of fading away, because, yeah. like, we have real, like, pizza. Yeah. But, like, yeah. So, as far as Pizza Hut goes, it's, like, the best fast food pizza that you can get. Yeah. Do y'all know that dude that does pizza interviews? Uh, call him the Perez uh, from Sport... Uh, I think it's called Sports Bar or something, but he'll rate... He'll go to different places and rate a pizza from one to ten. It's called One Bite Pizza Reviews. Okay. Uh, on on YouTube, uh, it's called Barstool Profits. Uh, he, he's part of that, but can't think of his real name. He's he's like your 
he's like your Jersey Jersey guy, like just like the stereotypical Jersey <laughs> guy, like almost a cartoon like level of it. <laughs> like, and uh, yeah, that's it. He is he's a lit. He's hilarious as crap, though. Like to be like, yo, look at this shirt, man. Like I'm looking, I'm looking dope. I know I look dope. Girls out there, I know you're touching yourself. I look good. Look at me. Look at me. All right, we're gonna eat this pizza now. Like, <laughs> like he 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 oozes douche, but like in a likable way. If yeah. that even makes sense. But yeah. If you ever eating pizza and you want like, sometimes I'll be eating something. I, I'm weird anyway. Like I'll be eating the food and I like. Go watch a YouTube video on the history of the food that I'm eating. I don't know why. It's like food porn or something. Yeah. All right. You want to know. You want to know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Pizza Hut, big thumbs up. I used to work yeah. at Pizza Hut, actually. I was a delivery driver from, wow. like, 22 to 24. Like, nice. I, I, it's, uh, this was back, it's not back before GPSs, but it was, a GPS was kind of like a a tom tom and it was like 200 yeah. something dollars like it wasn't just on your phone so i was trying to use yeah. a pizza hut a map map yeah. Paper map yeah and dude people got pissed off at me so much yeah i used to use the map when i delivered josh we have to wrap it up dude but thank you so much for talking to us as always oh, oh. my my pleasure is always guys it's, it's always a pleasure being on and talking with you and uh Rob, love you, brother. Slim, if you get back down this way, yeah, don't hesitate to hit me up. We'll don't hang out. Man. Thanks, man. Hello. Where can we find you, Josh? Uh, get, hit up joshperguson.com and uh, got my Spotify, YouTube link, Instagram, all that stuff. It's, it's a one-stop place to go to. Nice. Thank you, dude. We will definitely talk again soon. Yes, sir. I look forward to it. Y'all have a good one. You too, have my a good man. One, Josh. Later. We'll see you guys sometime. Yo, I'll be back here next one day ready to ride. Uh. Oh my god, I wish we could suck on each other. I want to suck on you too. I'm going to suck you so hard. Suck me. C can we do this? Are, are we allowed to do this? I don't care. I just want you. Fuck all of this. Let's just get the hell out of here and be whatever the fuck we want. That's evolution. That's progress. I want a family. Can we have a family? Yeah. I'm more alive than I've ever been. Oh.